This is... Wait, we should establish, like, what we want to talk about. What I, are the bullet I, points we need to I, hit here? I, I got it. I got it. Okay, so we tell them that the show is called Do You Want to Make a Podcast? It is a fireside chat between two best friends who are on the hunt to create the perfect podcast. They have a lot of ideas, and they can't decide what they want to talk about. Okay. That's pretty much it. That's it. We that's 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 the like, synopsis. Then we'll then we'll plug the social media. Do we want to do like social media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we'll tell them to follow us at Do You Want to Pod, all spelled out. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also email us at Do You Want to Make a Podcast at Gmail dot com. That's it. That works for me. Wait, I think we just did it. We did it. That was my that was my plan all along. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye. Except hello, because now the show's starting. Yes, it is. Telling you. Oh shit, you started. I can't do it again. Come on. The people want an encore, Jim. <laughs> uh, I'm not going. That's it. Okay. I'm not going. Short, I'm here. Short short encore. Well done. I'm here. I'm staying. I'm staying. And you. And you. And you. You're gonna love me. <laughs> Damn it! All right, so it feels a little far away. Are we fine? The microphone? That's uh, like, are we good? Yeah, that's kind of where it was last time. Okay, I trust you. Ah, uh, inherently. Oh, great. <laughs> I trust you too, buddy. You're my best. You. You're my best friend. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jim Bloss. Yes. Do you want to make a podcast? Fantastic. Okay, so for new listeners, this is not my normal voice. We write down lists of podcast ideas, we exchange those lists, and then we discuss. This, so, is, a, this is a strong choice for you. That's what we're going to do. Are you going to do this the whole time? Time will tell. Okay. Here's your list. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wait, is it is it this one? Yeah, it's right there on top. No, nothing. Yes. Just plug and play. Just take a look. Wait. Ah. <laughs> no, that's the old one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I went first last time. Yes. You go first. So, uh, this is a podcast called Piano Van. Uh, okay. So, clearly, clearly, it's five o'clock on a Saturday. Saturday. The usual crowd. Shuffles in. Shuffles in to, to, the, to, to the neighborhood. To the van. Oh. oh, this or, is, or the neighborhood. I was going to say, a crowd won't fit in a van, uh, but there's an old man. I mean. There's an old man who should definitely not still have a driver's license. Okay. But he does. Okay. And he's drinking tonic and gin and driving oh, this don't, van. Don't do that. Da, da, da. Da, 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 da. Da da, da 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 That's the sound the van makes as it goes off the road okay. and just crashes through the neighborhood. Okay. Uh, no one is injured, thank thank God. Uh, but boy, does he cause wreckage to those white picket fences in suburban America. And then they say, surrender your license, driver of piano van, so we can all sleep soundly tonight. 
because we're all in the mood for not dying, and you don't have us feeling very good at all. Could just said all right. Yep, that's the easy way out. Okay. Come on. Let's let's go the extra mile here. But he's able to avoid this angry mob by just letting loose on those keys. This drunk old man is very, very gifted at playing the piano. Van. Van. He's wearing Vans. Does he also play the harmonica sometimes? Yeah. Da-na-na. Da-na. 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 Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's, that's, sometimes he'll, he forgets that his house is his and he knocks on it and that's the rhythm that he knocks on the house. Knock, knock, knock. Knock, 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 knock. Yeah, and this old, this old man, he talks like this. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then he, uh, he's like, uh, I think, I think he drinks himself into oblivion is because he wrote the song Piano Man, and Billy Joel just kind of take, took it and ran with it, and this, and Billy Joel went and got rich and famous, and, uh, uh, Wilbur, all he has is his van. It's a nice van. Oh, it's a gorgeous van. His, don't his don't get me wrong. It's great. It fits a fits a what's the what's the fuck? What's the name? The Stein, Steinway. Fits a Steinway in that van. That was a priceless Steinway. And also, it's a white van and painted on the side are like black keys, so it looks like wow. A keyboard as it drives along the town. Nice. And this is the story of of Wilbur and the piano van that you just totaled in the pilot. Uh, well, I hate to say no to you, but he has reinforced this van to with, it's like, it's almost like a bug out vehicle for like, you know, like, oh, so like the apocalypse. No, no. He, oh, that's great. He destroyed the neighborhood, but the van is like spotless. This thing nice. is basically a tank. Is the van alive? Yeah. Yeah. It nice. has feelings and yeah, all sorts of stuff. Like Herbie. This happens in the distant future where the millennials have gotten beyond electric cars and now we're, we've, we have sentient cars. Living, breathing cars. Yep. Nice. They're not self-driving, so Wilbur still messes up at the wheel. Yes. But uh, they're alive. They're alive! Wilbur drives the, the van's name is Charlotte. Okay. Charlotte, the piano van. And she will eventually die, but not in the pilot episode. Okay. That's beautiful. <laughs> Sounds like a beautiful, beautiful tale. Yes. Of a painted van. An American classic. And a man, and a and a and a slim connection to Billy Joel. Slim, <laughs> slim at best. <laughs> oh, this is a podcast called mm-hmm. "Nothing Mold Can Stay." Stay mold, Pony Boy. Stay mold. Pony stay boy. mold. Nothing mold can stay. <laughs> uh, and it's the uh, story of a mold removal company mm-hmm. and their quest to rid houses of mold. Great. The end. Okay. Just kidding. So I was going to say. There's more. Is this the cousins of those like twins that like flip houses on HGTV? Yes. They, th- everyone in their family is does some form of house renovation, by the way, listener, in case you were not Are aware. You, uh, which, which, okay, first off, that's like every show on HGTV, so... Are you referring to the Property Brothers? That's yes, yes. Okay, and so this is like their this is like their sisters or something. The Mold cousins. The Mold cousins, uh, Hansel and Gretel. And Gretel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said they were sisters. Han- this this poor poor girl is named Hansel. Hansel and Gretel, the Mold cousins. 
Twin sisters. Twin sisters. Uh, they are mold experts, and yes. they remove dangerous mold from houses. Because nothing mold can stay. Nothing Exactly, nothing right. mold can stay. Right, 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 right. Uh, you have to, that's because of, like, zoning regulations. Zoning regulations, and also... Like health codes. If mold was permitted to stay, it would just take over the world. It would be bad. The world would be engulfed in mold. Yes. Right? like to buy the world the a mold. mold and fill that world with mold yes that's that's the anthem of the antagonists of the show uh i'd like to buy the world a spore and fill the world with mold oh very good that's very good it, that's what it is uh that's that's the code of there's like you know there, there's obviously a cult that wants to fill the world with mold obviously and shroud it all in darkness and breathe in the mold of their moldy overlords and the, and the mold cousins, the mold, <laughs> the mold cousins destroy the mold. Yes. They remove the mold from the houses so that the property brothers can come in and renovate and sell it. So they're, are they trying to save the world or just further their family business? Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought. Now there's different, there's many ways you can remove mold. You could kindly ask it to leave. That's one strategy. You could scrape it off. You could scrape it off. You could take a flamethrower. Yep. And just go ham on you, that mold. You could burn the house to the ground and rebuild. Yep. Burning down the house. You know? Yeah. That's a different show. Burning down the mold. Hmm? I had to. Mold. I don't know why I said that. Mold. Uh, so nothing, nothing mold can stay. So, you know, every, every week the mold, the mold cousins find new molds that, Mm -hmm. uh, they have to find new and exciting ways to get rid of them. Mm. Also, how do we work in like, like not mold, like that grows on houses, but like a mold that you would like fill with clay or something like that and create. Well, sometimes they have to fight mold with mold. Ah, very good. Yes. So... In order to fight, like fight the mold, the they fungus have to, mold, they have to fill a mold with some other uh, object. Maybe it's like, soap. Like yeah, like like a soap. They make like soap grenades, right? And they're like they pull out the pin and they're like, soap grenade out, and they throw it in, and yep, poof, mold poof. gone, mold gone, right on. Nothing mold can stay. Nothing. I wish I knew more of the poem. Fuck. Yeah, Is that's it? all I know. Something turns to something. We've talked about this poem before. We so have. I, I don't have anything else exciting <laughs> to say about it. <laughs> it's very depressing. Stay mold. Stay mold, pony boy. Just stay mold. That's kind of like antithetical to the point of the outsiders is like pony boy wants to be his own person. But if we're saying stay mold, pony boy, it's like don't break out of the norm. Stay in the mold that society wants you to stay in. Wordplay. Yeah. Crazy notion. We've never played with words before on the show. Wordplay. Hmm. What does this say? This is. <laughs> I think I spelled it wrong. It says gobber. <laughs> it does, I did spell it wrong. It says gobber baby grand. So first, before we get into gobber baby grand, we must identify what is a gobber baby. A gobber baby is a baby made of Wonka's everlasting gobstoppers. Yikes. And that sounds kind of gross. And the grand gobber baby rules over all gobber babies. So gobber baby grand. Now are these hold on. Okay, I have some follow up questions to follow up the question. I'm, I'm sure the listeners ask. do as well, so 
Go on, Jim. So a uh, fire him at me. I'm an authority on gobber babies. I know a lot about. I know a lot about gobber babies. Know a lot about gobbers. Know a lot about about babies. Okay, so a, a gobber baby. Yes. Is it made up of one gobstopper or many gobstoppers? Made up of many. Well, especially the grand gobber baby. Is it is it baby shaped? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yes. Does it have gobber parents? No, like the gobber babies were, you know, made by Willy Wonka because before he decided to open the chocolate factory and let people inside, he actually was like, or I could take over the world with these creatures I've created, the gobber babies. Are they made up of half eaten gobstoppers that people then take out of their mouth? Yeah, they, they all contain the saliva of Willy Wonka. That's what gave them life. I see. Okay. Is his is spit. Magic spit. Magic Willy Wonka spit, yes. Magic spit, okay. That's how babies are born. Gob, gob babies. Gob, gobber babies. Gobber babies, yes. Okay, so now tell us about the, the, the Gobber Baby Grand. So the Gobber Baby Grand was actually responsible for the death of Willy Wonka. So after, like, what happened is Willy Wonka was like, I can either be a philanthropist or ruler of the world. And he was working on the world ruler thing thought better of it, locked all the gobber babies away, and then, you know, then in, for the, keeping the story straight in your head, then begins the story of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. After the story of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the gobber babies broke free of their, of their cell. Being led by the gobber baby. By the grand. By the grand gobber gobber baby grand. Yes. Okay. And they... Uh, they sort of took over the chocolate factory, sort of like a prison break sort of thing. And uh, they killed Charlie. They killed Charlie uh, and Willy Wonka. And this podcast would be like immediately after the death of Wonka. It starts. It begins. And we look at how what the Gobber Baby Grand will be doing to attempt to assert their dominance first yes. over yes. So the, the factory and then the factory over the and world. then the world. And the first order of business is for <laughs> Gobber Baby to sort of like he puts on all of Willy Wonka's clothes and makes like a Gene Wilder wig because he, he doesn't want the world to know that Willy Wonka is dead and he doesn't right. want to induce mass panic. Right. So the Gobber Babies and the Gobber Baby Grand, you know, the classic, like, many tiny things inside of a trench coat to make, like, a human body a body thing. Yes. That happens. Of course. Mm-hmm. And, like, Grandpa Joe has no idea what's going on. He's still alive. He's expecting to hear from Charlie. So then you have a bunch of Gobber Babies who are pretending to be Charlie and Willy Wonka. And just slowly but surely, Gobber Babies start infiltrating the the homes of... Well, the Willy Wonka takes place in England. So, of England. And much like colonialism, gobber babies then sail on ships and start colonies all across the world. And the cycle of life and world history repeats itself. But with gobber babies. Okay. I think sounds, our, sounds I, like a riveting tale. I think our president's probably a gobber baby. Just Maybe. saying. It would make, that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Maybe. I really don't know. But each week... We, you and I, put out this uh, like message of resistance where we shed light on the Gobber Babies, and we just hope and pray they don't find us. Oh, that would be bad. We've mentioned where we are many times. We have. But I can just teleport us somewhere else. 
That's true. If we hear like a pounding on the door, rattling of a doorknob, you know, the classic horror movie indicators, we're not going to fall victim to that, Jim. First sign of trouble, we're getting the fuck out. Do you hear that? I do. Someone's at the door. We're probably fine. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Everything is going to be fine. I'm sure it's fine. Wait, this Wait. is a... This is... Do, do you hear that? Do you hear the music changing? Yes. Sign of trouble? No, we're probably we're fine. We're probably fine. Uh, oh, the room's getting... It's getting a little getting a little chilly. Fan just came on, so that's why. Uh, it's just, just the air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. We would, yeah, we're man. probably fine. We're probably fine. Oh right, my this god, is, this is a podcast called uh, Spaceball. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's a sequel. Uh, a sequel. Yes, because it's a spoken word sequel. Ah, very good. To Space Jam. <laughs> Great. That's it. Okay. That's it. It's baseball. This time, mm-hmm. th- this time they. So it. We we should really call it Spaceball. This time they play baseball. Oh, still starring Michael Jordan. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Great. Mike Michael Jordan then like are are we going to CGI him or is it going to be Michael Jordan now has returned to baseball? Again? You know what? Funnily enough, uh, Michael Jordan actually becomes a becomes a cartoon in this one. Ooh. But Wayne Knight, his best friend, does not. <laughs> he still stays Wayne Knight. Wonderful. Um. <laughs> I, I think it's f- how funny would it be like you know how Michael Jordan came out of retirement with basketball like a million times uh-huh if he just started doing that with baseball with with all sports and some sports he never started to begin with he's like I'm coming out of retirement golf I mean he does play golf okay I'm coming out of retirement axe throwing and I was like oh hey Michael Jordan yeah. coming out of retirement curling curling's a great sport it is it's a national treasure. It's a global treasure. The United States are curling gold medal champions as of the latest Winter Olympics. What a strange world we live in when the United States has the golden curling. What but a... that's neither here nor there. We're, we're probably fine. Spaceball. The podcast. The podcast, which is a podcast sequel to the movie Space Jam, in which the aliens are back. But this time there are nine of them. Mm. And they steal the powers of the nine best baseball players and challenge the Looney Tunes to a game of baseball. And somehow, the Phillies win the World Series. And some Sure. Right? Yes. How else are they going to win the World Series if not in our fictional podcast? They won the World Series ten years ago. Okay, Jim. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to educate you on a, on a bit of Philadelphia culture. Philadelphia, the spirit of Philadelphia can be summarized in one question. And that question is, what have you done for me lately? Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, I'm aware of that. So the Phillies, sure, they won in 2008. But what have they done for me lately? They just signed Bryce Harper like two weeks ago, my dude. That was two weeks ago. What have they done for me lately? Season hasn't started yet. You gotta wait. (laughs) Making me wait is what they've done to me lately. It is. I, I, I think... I think leading with... You've lost the plot! What um, happened to the Looney Tunes? They put on Phillies uniforms and they win the World Series! And Michael Jordan was there. And Michael Jordan! And Wayne Knight. And Wayne Knight! And Wayne Brady! Sure, Wayne Brady could come. Let's get Wayne Brady out there! He'd He'd be a great commentator. 
Sure. He break out into song. Yeah. Because you said this is a spoken word podcast, so do you have any, like, slam poetry prepared? No. Is that going to stop you from doing some slam poetry? Never has before. <laughs> All right, everyone. Here we are. That's beat it's, poetry. It's open mic night. Well, no, that's the audience giving you snaps to welcome you to the stage. Oh, okay. And Jim Bloss is going to speak from the heart. Baseball. Cartoons. Michael Jordan. Spaceball. Aliens from another planet. Stealing superhuman strength from the greatest players. They become Ruthian. Babe Ruthian. They say, Looney Tunes, we will capture you this time. We challenge you to a baseball game. They say, we accept. Someone call Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is called. He says, yes, I played baseball once. I will help you, Looney Tunes. The game begins. Wayne Knight arrives and he's used as a baseball. Swing. Hit. Swing. Miss. Mm. Swing. 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 Three strikes, you're out. Yes, thank you, thank you. And the, and the Phillies somehow win the World Series. And the Phillies win the World Series. That was beautiful. I think that's just what we needed in this American moment. Baseball! <laughs> oh, let's see. What do we have here? That's it. That's it, because I, I stole your last one. Yeah, you stole from my list, so now I get to steal from your list. Sure. Give me that list that I wrote it for you. It fell on the floor. I remembered what I wrote. This is a podcast about Carl. <laughs> Carl? Carl with the K. It's okay. about Carl Weezer. Well, you was... guys remember Jimmy Neutron? He was Carl with a C. But now he's reinvented himself, and Carl's with a K. That's exactly how he would reinvent himself. He'd say, hey guys, it's me, new Carl. Carl with a K. And my voice is somewhat like the <laughs> voice you remember, but more like more like an impression from a 27-year-old guy from New Jersey. I'm Carl. Yep. Mm-hmm. And in Send, I don't I'm not a nerd anymore. I'm a real cool dude. I Wow, I Carl. I ride motorized scooters. That is very cool. Baby steps to get to the motorcycles. I've never met anyone this cool in my life. Because motorcycles give me a rash in my no-no place. I'm Carl. Oh, Carl. Hey. You try so hard, Carl. What do you mean? No, I'm nonchalant. No, I'm cool, man. I'm real cool. I wear contacts now. What are you trying to say, Carl? I'm saying that I, I cast off those nerd glasses on my face. What are you trying to say, Carl? I'm saying that you can be cool like Carl, Jim, just like me. What are you trying to say, Carl? I'm trying to say that I'm I'm a sad, sad boy. I'm alone in the universe. Sounds like you're trying to say something about me, Carl. I know that's what you want me to say, Jim, but I'm not gonna give you the easy answer. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just, I'm not gonna, not gonna, yeah. Ow, you punched me in my not glasses face. Yeah, see, you're lucky I wasn't wearing any nerd specs. That would've hurt a lot more. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jim, do you ever consider LASIK surgery? No. Cause I sell that now. I got a job. 
I'm a LASIK surgery salesman. Here, I have a laser gun. I can perform LASIK surgery on you right nope. now. Nope. Oh, come on, Jim. Nope. It takes two this, seconds. This does not seem uh, safe at all. Oh, come on. I'm really good at what I do. Wait, did you hear that? Hear what? There's more knocking at the door. Oh, it's probably someone who's looking for LASIK surgery. Oh, do you want to? Should we answer it then? Um, yeah, we're probably fine to answer it. We All right, do why that. don't you go answer it, All Carl? All right, okay, I'm gonna go do that. All right, there goes Carl. Answer the door. <laughs> oh no! It's the Gobber Babies. It's the Gabber Babies! Ah, Joseph, we have to get out of here! Oh, Jim, okay, babies. all right. Uh, well, thanks for thanks for listening, Mom. We're, we're nearing the end no, of time. We gotta, we gotta wrap this up. Uh, subscribe. Oh, uh, no, uh, no. Okay, so subscribe and five stars. give us five stars. Oh, my God, that Gobber Baby does have Trump hair. I knew it. I knew it. I always knew it. But that's, that's neither here nor there. Give us five stars. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. And we'll see you next week. Let's get out of here. Bye, Terry Gross. Smoke crack Or do a little